This episode is brought to you by The One Summit, two days that would change your life forever. For tickets, go to thewellnesssummit.com. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the M-O-L-E of the Wellness Couch and the Wellness Guys. He is the mole. He is the master of life's essentials. He is Dr. <laughs> Damien Christoph. Hi, Damo. Hey, Petey. How are you? That's the best. How are you, my mole? That mall? is the best. I, don't, I always thought the mole was a bad thing, right? When you called me a mole just then, I was like, what the heck? What have I done? What have I, done? I wrote it down on my notes, and I was like, M-O-L-E, I can say that, and I knew it would confuse you because you're like, I'm not a mole, MP. Mate, oh, uh, you're a classic MP. I love it. I love it. It's great. If you're here, I'd give you a cuddle right now because it's um, so good. As I said to you when we got on the call, I just love hearing your voice, Damo. It just makes me so calm. But you know what, Damo? I think it makes me so calm because I have been, and we have been, and but I'm just going to say personally, I have been absolutely flat out. Yeah. We have got by the time this recording, uh, because by the time this podcast goes to air, we've got less than four weeks to the summit. Yeah, has that? Oh my gosh! Far like, out. What an event! As I was telling you before we came on air, I yeah. am just addicted to working on the summit at the moment. Like I cannot get enough of it, and it is the one time of the year, like particularly because it's now so timely. Yes, it's the one time of the year where I break all the productivity rules, and I wake up in the morning and I check my email to see. You know, who else is coming to the summit now? Orders that have come through. There's not many tickets left, I must say. So yes. uh, it's exciting to see that. And I like to see news of all the speakers and the group emails that are flying in and out and exhibitors that are joining the summit. And oh, just there's so much stuff. I mean, if I looked at my day from today, talking to Crown and oh, I spoke to, I won't mention some of the exhibitors yet because there's a few cool ones that are still yet to announce. But oh, man, oh, man, there's just so much. Oh, the goodie bags. I mean, Organizing all the stuff that's going to go in the goodie bags, and man, it's just like there's a lot of excitement around it. What about the uh, our latest inclusion of speakers? No, 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 no. Surely we can talk about that. No, no. Come on. Yes, we have to. No, no, I'm going to start recording again if you mention it. Okay. Seriously, Seriously. it's such a big thing. Like I think we should, but we are not allowed. I'm telling you, I've been in email contact with particular people today, Damo. Right. And it is very, very top secret people will find out but just not on this podcast when can they find out um it might not be until i'm telling you this for the first time right you it might not be until two weeks before the summit oh you're kidding me so we might have to hold on for another two weeks oh i don't know if i can do that i don't know no, well, I'm you. <laughs> you may have already let the cat out of the bag to some people is that what you're saying but yeah, you must yes keep, i have told a few people you must I mean, every time you know something, why does it always have to come out on 100 Not Out? Well, I didn't know it was a secret. I had no uh, idea, well, but okay, anyway, so it is, it I'm is, so excited. Okay. So, All right, it's a secret. Um, All right, it's a secret. In two weeks' time, everybody, we yes. will announce to you this secret. Yes. If okay. we don't, I will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Damo, uh, there's been so much busyness going on. Yes. And when we use that word, I, I now like automatically think of a 
post you put on Facebook. Uh, it was like two, three, four, five weeks ago called The Humble Brag. The Humble Brag. Do you remember that for, by uh, Greg McEwen? Do you want to share it? Because I think you're reading his book um, as well at the moment. And this this blog post by Greg McEwen like floored me, as it did a lot of your Facebook friends. But for our listeners, would you be kind enough to share what The Humble Brag describes? I would, MP. Now, I think I thought that we'd actually spoken about it, but just for the sake of it. Because, Not on this podcast. Oh, really? Maybe it was a wellness guys podcast. With Rich and Stu on, 100, on uh, the wellness guys? Yeah. Perhaps. I don't know if it was with I might have been with, with the boys, Brett and, and LT. It's all a bit Kim Hughes at the moment, isn't it? But uh, I, um, <laughs> I read this article because somebody, Roy Smith, a chiropractor in South Melbourne, posted it on LinkedIn. I've gone... I love Roy. Oh, I love Roy. I think he's a good dude. Shout out to Roy. Great. Shout out to Roy. Good on you, Roy. Um, in fact, I love all the Cairo's Bayside. It's great. I love all Cairo's. <laughs> there we go. Uh, but let's get it out. Let's get it out there. Um, I, um, I read it, and the only thing it says, why we humble brag, I never, ever check my LinkedIn. Never. I just don't. And I think the reason why I don't check my LinkedIn is because... I just never get round to it. Yeah, you know? I'm, with you. I'm not a LinkedIn. I know it's there, but I just don't. Yeah, I usually one, accept people when they want to add me. Pages. When they say I'm a person that they trust, they'd like to add me. I go, okay, do I know you? And I see who they they're into, and that sort of thing. I might go, yeah, okay, bang, yeah, cool, you look cool. Um, but I've never done anything with LinkedIn. But this particular day, this article popped up. I never see them, and it said it was written by Greg McKeown, um, and it was all about the. Uh, the humble brag. It says, why are we humble brag about being busy? You know, what what is it about Australians or what is it about people these days that when they go, hey, dude, how you doing, man? And you go, oh, mate, so busy. <laughs> and uh, you kind of, it's like this humble brag. And then the response is, wow, that's awesome. Good on you, man. Are you busy? Yeah, I'm busy. I'm flat out. You know, and it's kind of like it's a, it's a celebratory thing. You should get a gold medal for being super busy. But is that what we're living life for? And the article goes on to explain that, are we busy doing things that are not essential or are we are we busy doing things that are essential? And so if we are busy doing things that are essential, then it wouldn't be seen as being busy um, because it would just be part of the flow and it's just what we do and this is how we go about it. Um, it's You find yourself busy doing things that aren't essential. And so he's written this book, Greg McEwan's written this book called Essentialism. And, uh, and I'm thoroughly immersed in it. I haven't read the whole book yet. Um, in fact... I only really pick it up in periods of time when I've got no more essential things to do. And uh, so I read a book, right? So I was stuck on the plane today, flew, you know, I flew up to Brisbane and then back from Brisbane today. And when I wasn't doing work, I thought, well, I'm going to read this book. And, um, and it, it just, there's a number of things that I continue to come across that just seem to ring alarm bells for me in reminding me of the things that I've committed to this year. Um, about myself, about my family, about uh, my life. So, you know, it is amazing, MP, that that just these common threads just keep on coming up and for whatever reason, particular reasons, happen to appear on particular days and times that I need it. Now, I'm sure that we all have that, MP, and I'm sure you do, and I'll ask you in a yeah. second. That, But things happen to us, and unless we're re- ready to recognize that things occur in our life for a particular reason... We won't ever see them. So why are people listening to 100 Not Out now and starting to listen to it now rather than what they were when we first started this a year ago, right? Why weren't they listening to it back then? Um, And why are they only hearing this information now? That could be a question. Um, But you must have some examples of exactly what I'm talking about, MP. What what are you noticing at the moment about messages that you're getting 
um, that's shaping you and making you make better decisions about the things that you should and shouldn't do. Oh, Damon, I love this deep philosophical conversation. You're pushing all of my buttons. <laughs> you are pushing all of my buttons. What are you doing, AP? What are you doing? Well, you know, I don't know if I'm going to answer the question directly or not, but what I'm noticing and even just what really struck me about the blog um, why we humble brag, and I'm sure it comes up in the actual uh, book Essentialism, yeah. is that it really does focus on just uh, simply going back to basics. Mm-hmm. And we're so addicted to like high tech, cutting edge information. But if you have a look at what he talks about, or if I have a look at what he talks about, you know, he thinks it talks about things of uh, scheduling a personal quarterly offsite, like where you just have a, you know, every 90 days, you just have a disconnect. Um, well, he said here, you know, every three months, take three hours to identify three things you want to accomplish over the next three months. Um, but it's having this disconnect where you just have quiet time and actually think about your life where the challenge is when you're so flat out busy, you can't actually uh, think about the bigger meanings of your life or the bigger purpose of your life. So it's such a simplistic notion um, but it seems to just catch our attention. Like you say, like why are people listening to a podcast now? Like, well, isn't it fascinating that such a simplistic notion of just having some downtime mm. is actually catching people's attention? Yes. That just blows my mind. His other point, rest well to excel. Well, he's talking about actually um, Malcolm Gladwell's 10,000 hour rule and to actually just focus on what it is that you love but to also do, do what you love as, as much as you can throughout the day but yeah. also rest well. So he's saying that uh, – what example did he use? The top-performing violinists sleep more than less accomplished violinists averaging 8.6 hours of sleep every 24 hours. How's that? You know, so we're so addicted to being busy that we almost like wear like this courage hat or this bravery hat for getting, you know, five or six hours sleep. Yeah. Whereas if we look at the best performers in the they're world. actually in the world. Yeah. Uh, we're having and like highly skilled, like so finely tuned, pardon the pun, we're talking about violinists, <laughs> 8.6 hours of sleep every night. I mean, there's a part of me and but I'm definitely being, I'm much more of an eight-hour sleeper these days than I've ever been but there's a part of me that's like, oh, God, that's a bit too long. Yeah, um, I know. When I read that, I did have a little been in the busy culture. Well, you're not in the busy culture anymore, man. You, no, that's what you know, I mean. So yeah, that's I don't what think I'm saying, like, I don't think you've worn pants in weeks. So. <laughs> I was at the market today, and it was a little bit cool. And I was in shorts and a t-shirt, and like you clearly haven't acclimatized yet, have you? Because all the locals were in uh, jumpers and scarves, and it was actually 20 degrees, and the sun was shining. <laughs> I know Brisbane was 18. I had my parka on, right? so <laughs> but I was sweating it out, and they're all like shivering. But I'd buy, you know, a parker on that I've worn from Melbourne because it was, what, four degrees this morning yeah. flying from Melbourne. Oh, it's so sad. Full on. Full oh, on. Um, yeah. MP, he raises a number of other things, but, you know, and it's a great thing to read. And if you haven't read his book and you feel like reading his book, it's Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less. Um, and Marcus has just done this. You know, he has a, a disciplined pursuit of doing less. They packed up from their practice in Inverloch, he and Sarah and the kids, um, packed up the, you know, humble... Uh, beautiful existence in Inverloch Wanthaggy and bolted north to a warmer climate in the pursuit of a disciplined pursuit of doing less. And uh, and the reason why we have a bit of a joke about it is because Marcus has decided to quieten his life uh, by doing what is essential and that is spend time with his family. Now, we interviewed Bronnie Ware 
and she um, she wrote a book and through her observations of being a nurse when she you were helping the people who were dying in the last 12 weeks of their life, she asked, and many of the listeners who have heard this particular episode will remember that there was one thing that she said uh, which was at the top of the list and she she and we made a big point of this and and it was what is the number one thing you wish you had have done um, now, I've just in your, checked it was episode 39 Damo. was it Before, episode 39 episode 39 in, in your dying days and uh, and unequivocally unanimously people said i wish i'd had the courage to live a true life sorry live a life true to myself not the life others expected of me mm. now MP, I applaud you for doing what you've done there because it's quite easy to get stuck in the practice model where you would run a practice and you would die in the practice when your kids have left home and your heartbreak <laughs> and all that sort of stuff and you become the, the town chiropractor. And so many people do this, right? But you guys, that wasn't good enough for you because you were living a life that other people expected you to live and you said, you know what, we've had enough. It's time to change our pace. And so you did. You moved up to Byron Bay. You're now growing macadamia trees and you're um, you know, wearing shorts every yeah. single day. And that's a great thing because, of course, what we do know is when you live a life of purpose, you're more likely to live 100 years, right? Live 100 not out. So well, you're doing all of that sort of stuff. So The interesting thing, there's two things from this demo. I have two two memories. One is that I, I, never, thought that it, I would never thought that you were actually allowed to sell a business. Like I just had this unconscious belief that reared its ugly head when I was like, no, no, but you don't sell a business. Like you don't start a business and then not like a not like a chiropractic center and then sell it. You know, not a, not a service based, you know, passion based business like that. Mm. It was only when I spoke to you and uh, the great Lawrence Tam mm-hmm. that you're like, mate, if if you've outgrown it, if you're ready to move on, if you need to go on to the next chapter of your life, like sell it, sell it. You know, it was the best thing that you could have done. That was just the best advice because it was almost like once I got, once you guys had made that, given that advice, it's almost like I just was at peace with the actual process of putting it up because when you actually put the ad in the magazine and it's like it's there, it's like, okay, this is actually happening. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, you realize, you're, you kind of realize, God, I'm playing grown-ups, but we're actually going to do this. And then the second thing that I think of there, Damo, is, and I think about this a lot, I tell this to quite a few people, is when I caught up with you in Brisbane. Yep just a couple of weeks after we'd moved up and the first thing you said to me, like I was in shorts and a t-shirt and you were, and you were in a suit so it might have been, the contrast was pretty <laughs> severe. But you stark. Said, mate, you said, yeah. mate, you just look so relaxed. Yeah, you do. And you, know, you sound and relaxed. And I was like, what? I hadn't been thinking about it, you know, but I'd just been enjoying, you know, our new way of life up here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know, maybe because we are disconnected from Victoria now, when you do see the contrast, it's like the humble brag. Mm. Like when you do see the contrast, the, the simplicity of what he is suggesting is so simple mm. that if you're so busy and you notice it, it's it's like it's a not a warning sign, but it's like if you are, if this like really rings true with you, like to actually sleep eight eight hours a night, you're like, whoa, that's like a huge concept, man. You know, like if that's a big deal, then then it's like I think it's pretty odds on that you're like super, super, super busy. Yeah. But doesn't necessarily have to be that way because if you want to find out exactly what it is that you're going to master in your life, 
Yeah. And this is this is so relevant to the one hundred not out message. If you're gonna if you're gonna avoid that number one regret that you lived the life of others and not the life of yourselves, then you want to find out what it truly is you want to master in your life, and you want to spend all day mastering that, and then spend a good eight hours sleeping and resting and regenerating so that you can go wake up the next day and master it and continue to master it. And yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, Damo. So many people say, oh, God, I don't think I could ever do what you guys did and that was brave and all the rest of it. But when it's in your heart and you know that it's the right thing to do, you don't really question it so much. Well, I don't anyway. If you know it's the right thing to do, then you just do it no matter how big or small you might think it is. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. And that's purpose. That's purposeful. That's yeah. purposeful. One of the other things that Greg goes on to talk about in this book and uh, he draws circles of energy. So he talks about the things that you do. And uh, he said the person who's non-essential, who's doing a whole lot of things that are non-essential, um, we'll have the same amount of energy as the person who is doing things that are essential. Um, but the progress and the success of the person who's essential is exponentially greater than the person who's doing many things that are non-essential. Oh, that's massive. So cool, right? And so he draws this little – so he, do, he does two circles. Now you can picture this with me, everybody. And if you've got a pen, take yep. down a pen or even just think pen. about this, right? Draw two circles away from each other. Yep. On the left-hand side circle – Draw little one centimeter lines with arrows coming out from the outer part of the circle. One centimeter lines. Yeah, about ten of them. Do ten of them. Okay. Yep. And then on the right hand circle, draw a ten centimeter line in the direction of north or up with an arrow. Okay. Now he says the non-essential people do as many things and sometimes more than the essential people. But their progress is measured in millimeters or smaller amounts in many different directions. He said the person who's spending all of their energy doing the things that are essential um, are getting the same amounts of progress, but they're focusing on one thing. And so it's a more, it's a greater measurable of progress and success. That is the most simplistic picture I think I've ever drawn. But that is so powerful, Damo. How about that? Now, he goes on to I say... I feel like I've got three lines just to, you know, bear my soul. I feel like <laughs> I've got three lines yeah. that are like three, three, and four centimeters. Yeah. And you're yeah. often toying. I'm often toying with those three lines. Yeah. And it's like, God, but just to choose one... How do you a, choose it? That's a big thing. You've got to go out. You know, we look at our great mate, Lawrence Tam, who's trimming back every day. Yeah. Trim back every day. He's mastered the art of that single line. He's trimming it, right? <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's, he's doing that single line thing. Um, but here's an interesting point, and, and I think this is actually potentially how many of us in at least the last 600 years have uh, gone off track a little bit, and it comes from the word priority he talks about. And I've, I found this to be very insightful because Greg talks about this, Greg McKeown, and I reckon we should actually get him on an interview. Yeah, Because yep. he would be a great interview. Um, he, he says that the word priority came out around about uh, the year 1400. And priority meant at the time, what's your number one thing that you're doing? Priority. It was a singular word. It wasn't, um, it, it wasn't a plural. It was only ever a singular word. And so for 500 years, it was used in singular. So what's your priority? You know, what are you doing? What's your priority? And so it was only ever the one thing that you were doing, the one thing you were working on. A blacksmith was a blacksmith. A yeah. wood chopper was a wood chopper. A carpenter was a carpenter. And, um, and so the, the simplicity of the word priority um, meant that people focused on just one thing and they moved in a direction of one thing today with as many distractions as we have with Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, 
Um, then we've got all the emails that we've got. Then we've got our day job and we've got family and we've got a, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It just keeps on going. Self-managed super funds. Um, you know, <laughs> oh, it just, everything just continues. Be huge. Do you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. in the early 1900s, or he actually says in 1900, a new word was born and that was called priorities. And what was it? And some companies these go these days go, what are our top 10 priorities? In other words, what are our top 10 number ones? And you can't actually have 10 number ones. You can only have one number one. So he said now that the focus is now no longer on doing the one thing. It's about doing lots of little things that have become our priorities. And Demar talks about it too. And he talks about yeah. our values. And so, yeah. we, you know, we write down all the things, the top 10 things we do in our day. And the things that we spend the most amount of time on are the hierarchy of our values. And, yeah. uh, and, and, you know, to put this in a simple way, if we spend a lot of time sleeping, our number one value would be seen to be sleeping. We might think that what we want to do is make a million bucks or fly a, a jet to the moon, um, but it's highly likely that you won't be doing that if the number one thing that you do do is sleep all day, right? Yeah. So he talks about values and priorities and really at the end of the day, to make it so simple, you can really only do one thing really well. And this is what Greg talks about, and that's the essential things. And, uh, and instead of doing everything that's popular right now, he goes on to talk about doing things at the right time for the right reason, and it's the right thing, which is the highest point of contribution. This is awesome. It has been clearly, Damo, non-essential for us to stick to time because we've obliterated our <laughs> normal time frame. I could hear you talk on this forever. I'm, I'm hoping uh, we're not the only two because I'm hoping our listeners are thinking this is fabulous as well. Yeah. Um, we interviewed John Martini. I'm just doing a bit of a retro here. We interviewed John Martini. I think it was episode two, folks. So if you haven't heard uh, Martini uh, interviewed on 100 Not Out, check it out at uh Episode two, and aren't you interviewing him on the wellness guys? We've just done it. We did it. Um, I think that was episode oh, one. I'll just uh, bring that up actually. While we it hasn't uh, been released. It comes. I think it comes out this Monday. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, or actually, well, when I say this Monday, well, it'll be it'll be it'll be the gone. same day. It'll be the same episode, day. I think it? it comes out today. <laughs> Super. <laughs> Love it. Oh, God, we're on fire, aren't we? I just want to add one more disclaimer, demo, yeah. and that is for the listeners who know they're coming to the wellness summit. And if you've listened to this podcast, please don't tap me on the shoulder and say, Marcus, you're not paying attention to the essentials right now. <laughs> I might be pretty busy on that day and I might have 10 one centimeter lines coming out of my big circle. But <laughs> just know that I don't do a wellness summit every day of That's my right. life. No, we, don't, do we, we don't. We it don't do it. We big don't job. Do it. It's a big job. Marcus, you're doing a great job. And... Um, and I know that if you look, if you just heard that, yes, we have a special guest speaker, I'm not going to say if it's a she or a he, and what we do know is that it's a big speaker. We can't reveal to you what this person does or who this person is, um, but much to say that it is a big name. And if you're on the edge, on the brink of deciding to come to the Wellness Summit, if you miss it, <laughs> if you miss it... Uh-huh. Yeah, it's you shouldn't. <laughs> you know, really, you shouldn't be on the edge because it is. It's such. It's a big deal. Like this summit is a big deal, and the speaker that we secured the other day is a big deal, and uh, and you will miss it, and it will be a shame if you missed it. A fellow wellness guy said to me last night. He said the people that have already got their tickets will be so pumped, pumped that they've got their tickets because they'll just feel like, oh my gosh, that's been added to the lineup. So now. I, yes. I'm going to just do this. Okay. 
<laughs> for the listeners of 100 Not Out, um, we you know we want to thank you for listening to 100 Not Out. I haven't even spoken to Mark about this. You're going to have to get off the phone, off this recording, and go set this discount code up. MP. What are you going to do? I just want to give all the listeners um, of of um, of 100 Not Out a discount to the summit. Oh well, oh gosh, don't worry. Incredible. <laughs> Sorry, I just want to because okay, you know there's very generous. There's so many listeners to 100 Not Out, and I really want the listeners to 100 Not Out to be at the summit. Um, I would love that uh, the podcast 100 Not Out is well represented in terms of the listenership at the summit. And um, all right, I'm going to tell them what it is. All right, well, they're going to have to know what it is. Well, on, yeah, on. you need to give them the code. Um, I don't so, even. I don't even know what discount I'm allowed to give here. So we'll talk. We'll organise it off air. Let's just say if you're interested in a discount to the summit, then uh, you'll find out exactly what the discount is when you go to thewellnesssummit.com. Yeah. But the code you'll need is one hundred. One hundred. Not out. One, summit. No, yeah. One double zero. Yeah. N O summit. Oh really? Just N O yep. summit. Okay. One double zero N O summit. 100 no summit. I don't like that. <laughs> Can we just <laughs> – it's a bit negative. It's, I don't know if it's good. Now, let's just put a um... – All right, let's do this. MP, MP, yeah. demo, yeah. summit. All right, let's do that. It's All right. MP, demo, summit. MP, demo. summit. Yeah, M, letter M, P. Yeah. Marcus <laughs> Demo. Pierce. Marcus Pierce, Damien Christoph, just demo. MP Demo Summit at thewellnesssummit.com. Find out exactly what the discount is, Damo. You are out of control, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to tell everyone who's actually coming. Oh, man. All right, folks. If you've loved this episode, we'd love to hear your feedback. You can provide it in any number of ways. The best way is to go to our website, thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 not out. Also, check us out at Facebook, facebook.com forward slash 100 not out, but that is all letters. Also, if you've liked this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Damo loves a five-star rating. Mm-hmm. Check out thewellnesscouch.com. You can view the entire range of wellness podcasts available, including the number one show, The Wellness Guys, where they've just interviewed Dr. John Martini. So until next week, Damo, and to all of our fabulous listeners, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Hi, Brett Hill from The Wellness Guys and That Paleo Show here. We had some incredible feedback last year that being at The Wellness Summit with a group of like-minded people made it just that much better. So this year, we've created a special group rate for 10 or more people to attend The Wellness Summit. For spreading the wellness message, you can come to The Summit for just 197 bucks. That's a saving of $100. And all you need to do is get you and nine other friends along to Crown Melbourne on Saturday, August 16 and 17 for this once-in-a-lifetime event. To book your group tickets and have the best time ever with your friends, go to www www.thewellnesssummit.com This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.